With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 152 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Brought to you by Under Armour Wrestling, which you can get at scraplife.com. I'm Christian Piles. Joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Some call me WikiLeaks Willie. WikiLeaks Willie. You just now are getting into this WikiLeaks stuff, though. Yeah, I know. I didn't know. I didn't uh, have time to delve into it yesterday. When you really do need like a chunk of time to with, with the sleuth, Christian Piles. I'm not the sleuth. Someone tip me off to it. Um, but yeah, pretty interesting. Mamishvili and Tadiev, the Russian freestyle coach, showing up in in WikiLeaks. Uh, you don't see that every day, but that's that's a lot to process and look into. I I don't really. All you can say just at face value is if your name's in WikiLeaks, it's probably not good. How about just let's talk about cybersecurity? Can we talk? Let's. I mean, it's it's about time we get into this. Can we talk about cybersecurity here? Well, <laughs> I, I find it pretty pretty freaking interesting that everything gets hacked. Everything is Basic, hacked. I think anything I mean, can get hacked. Anything can. I mean, if Government, our Facebook page can get hacked, all bets are off. I think Facebook Facebook's, Facebook, is becoming like a government thing. Yeah. Go go on. Hold on. Take the tinfoil off your head because it's, it's messing up the interference. Everything's, everything on Facebook is public now. They, I mean, they use it to. Yeah, if you don't. If they use it to track. Not to track you. I'm not going to. But you can you can get any information off of yeah. Facebook. If if you're using Facebook, uh, don't put anything out there that you don't want out there. No, basically, anything on the internet that you type or yeah, you just have to assume someone has access to all that information. But it, S- stay it, woke. Even things that are not supposed to be found out, like the the WikiLeaks thing and the anonymous hackers, they, it's just uh, amazing to me. That they can just get into anything. Yeah, like if you don't have any knowledge about, like I wouldn't know where to start with hacking. No. Like so, I'm like, how do they do this? It's crazy. Like the one thing they hacked is like a, 
It's like a cyber security. They they hack people whose like very jobs are to like be secure <laughs> and like protect people from that. So like, basically, you just have to not make the right people upset with you, or they're gonna you'll get hacked by them. Because I watched uh, I watched a documentary on it a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't necessarily um, like data stuff, but uh, they're saying that all this infrastructure. Is, was built on programs that was designed to allow remote access for people to work on them, right? So, like, they said that, like, dams or um, electric grids, there's programmers that are, or, or engineers that are supposed to, supposed to work on them from remote, so that, but they're not secure. So, like, a hacker from France could just Russia. Get, it, get in and shut down a grid. Yeah, yeah, it's not but, good. Um, it does the the internet makes you vulnerable, that's for sure. So right, there's all this stuff with Hillary gets hacked and this gets hacked and that gets hacked. Well, um, in a recent WikiLeaks post, I don't know if it's recent. It's not recent. It's not recent. It it got published in like 2013. Oh really? I, I'm pretty sure that's what so, it said. Here's the gist of it, and it's a little it's a little clunky because of the language. It's translated from Russian. The, yeah, translation and context and everything. Big but shout to Sam Phillips. That's the kid that uh, said this. Sam. Sam's just pouring through WikiLeaks documents. <laughs> uh, we need. Let's have Sam. Yeah. Cybersecurity Sam of Flow Wrestling. He can help us change our Facebook password. But he, he gave Christian a tip, and it's Tadiev and Mamish really in WikiLeaks. And the gist of it is. It appears that they were trying to get Tadiev to be a presidential candidate. Now, Tadiev is uh, an Uzbek uh, Fila Bureau member, or, or no? You're you're thinking of you're thinking of Ruzayev. Oh, Tadiev is the head Tadiev freestyle is coach. The, yeah, okay. He's the men's freestyle head coach. He's a guy that threw the brick during the Gadoyev yeah, yeah, yeah. Yazdani scramble. Okay, so they're trying to get him. To be that's what this is what tripped me up because they were trying to get him to be the president of what sounds like to me like a quasi new uh, region or or parliament in because the, the language is the language in the WikiLeaks document is like the so called South Ossetia. No, if you see it, it says so called a hundred a hundred times, times, right? About so a hundred different things. So I don't even I'm not completely up to date on Russian geographical geopolitical situation, yeah. but. It said that um, to Dia, they're trying to get him to be the president or a presidential candidate of South Ossetia, and that they put into place. So it said that Mamishvili and Tadiev, which they were trying to get Tadiev as a candidate, and they said South Ossetia put in a clause that you had to live in the region for 10 years to be considered a, a candidate. So then he couldn't run. So and there was something about a riot and wrestlers being used to kind of quell a riot. I don't know. It's crazy stuff. Maybe we'll, should we just put it on the site? Just like embed the documents on the site and just be like, hey, read this. Like, yeah. Think of it what what you will. I don't know. But WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. Hey, I never thought we'd post WikiLeaks on Flow Wrestling, but I think today's – Today might be that day. Today might be that day. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I searched some other names too. I thought I Within thought in that document I, or like on no on full. WikiLeaks. I thought we might get a little Saitiev reading there because he's with that Kadyrov guy, who's not not, 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 not good person. I'm not, I don't know why it, 
He's a bad guy in Russia. Yeah. And he's like tight with Bubasar. Anyways. Bubasar is coming out with his own line of clothing. Natch. Natch? Yeah, naturally. That means naturally. Oh. In Lingo. What do you any. think of it? Um, have you seen it? Yeah. Guys, if you have You hang it on overhooks, I think. <laughs> Get it? Guy, yeah. This if you haven't seen it, overhooks. go look up, uh, I don't know. It was a whole Instagram thing. I don't know. I don't do the Instagram thing. But you can find all uh, Satiev's clothing line coming out. It's like some of it is okay. It's sort of that European gaudiness a little bit, right? Yeah, leisure suits kind of like, like, like crushed velvet. I like don't a know. T- like retired New York Italians that live in Miami. Yeah, like like they're going to sell you some sort of lotion in a mall kind of stuff. Lotion you know mall. you know those people? All right, if well, next time you're you're with a girl walking through the mall, they're going to harass her and they're going to be like miss 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 and they're going to want to like put some exfoliating creams on her hands. They wear You don't know these people and that's that's Yeah, but I never saw them wearing crushed velvet. Yeah, this what it's just warm up. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe. Anyways, um there's there's a lot of easy segues from WikiLeaks and Satya fashion. Um, Satya fashion. So yeah, that's that. I don't know where else to go with that other than it's pretty pretty daggone interesting. Russia is they're the story that just keeps on I giving to wrestling. I can't I cannot stand this country. That maybe not this country. The, what what they do? What do they do that's re- redeeming? <laughs> I. I went back and watched. So, well, I know what we can transition to. Let's transition to Godoyev's far, uh, article where he's, he calls Yazdani the, by far the weakest opponent he faced of the entire Olympics. Um, the guy that beat him. The guy that beat him. So, like, I, so I went back and watched that match, and I got so mad again. I, I need to stop going back and watching Olympics matches because I just get furious. So I'm watching the match. Yazdani's in on the winning takedown. And no points have been awarded, or even close to be awarded. And Tadiev, who oh, is so sweet. Oh, he needs he, to be. He threw out. the brick to stop the Yazdani yes, from scoring. He should have been chucked for that. And then he got up in Zach Ayer's face. So then, three more seconds. They stop it after they give the two. There's three seconds left. Three seconds tick off. He loses. Then he throws his brick, and Zach Ayer holds the yellow card in his face and makes him go. Out. He was so mad. It was awesome. It was awesome. But anyways, Godoyev kind of throwing throwing shade at uh, yes, Danny, saying he's by far the weakest opponent. Why would he do that? Um, because he's bitter about the loss. I mean, they're both going up to eighty six, right? I don't. I I th- he blames the cut. So what he says is, you know, he had that big cut, and then he had to wear a baby's bonnet the rest of the match. Do you remember this? <laughs> Are you familiar with the baby bonnet? Yeah. So he had to wear that. He said he knew that he. Basically, it translates like he wasn't wasn't going to survive. Like that, I guess the bleeding would mess him up, or the frequent stops would mess him up. So he said, "I have to." The I, frequent he stops th- helped him win maybe two matches. So he says he theorized that he had to beat him in the first period, otherwise he knew his tank wouldn't hold up. Okay. So he went hard in the first. He was up six zero after one, but he couldn't tech him. But he did look way way better than yes, Danny. And then he melted down. He had nothing nothing left, and even still. That wasn't really two that they gave to yes, Danny. But in sweet poetic justice, Tadiev had already blown and asked for his brick back, so he didn't get to throw the challenge. So he lost because of it. Well, so that, he thinks he's he thinks he's better. I see. I like. I like the fatigue factor. I like that there is a fatigue factor, and that's one of the things about the two day weigh ins. You, you get less of that. 
I don't know. Is that gonna? Be, is he gonna be like a different guy? I think he's tired at the end of the second day too. I think he's tired. Yeah. I think he's maybe, not. I mean, maybe if you have to hold, yeah, you hold it for two days. You're holding weight for two days. I think it's harder. You don't have to get. I think. I think the guys. I would think he would miss weight. He he would. I mean, he's going up. I don't. He he cuts from like 13 kilos. I'm sure he's not he lean. Look that tall. He's not that tall, but he's so big. He's so big. Naturally. You know, naturally. He's, he can do over, over 22 pull-ups. I'm serious. Um, he, <laughs> you know, Sandra Live's not that tall either. He's not that tall. No. He's pretty big, though. I don't know if he's big. You don't know if that little receipt Sandra Live's big? You think you think Sandra Live's as big as Kyle Snyder? Well, they're at different weights, so... Well, he's going up, so... He might not, so... Well, I thought that was the talk. Well, it was the yeah, talk, he's but going it, up, he's going up, he's going up. Maybe not. Maybe he's not because in that arc... I don't arc, think he should. I don't think he's as big as those other guys. Maybe not. No, he wouldn't be especially... But you can't say... This is my thing, Willie. This is this is the trap you fall in every time with guys changing weight. He's not going to be 86 kilograms wrestling 97. He shrinks his body down. I know frame. I know this. I know that. But he's going to look like a different guy. Up at 97. Is he going to be as big as Kyle Snyder? Probably not. Definitely not. Kyle Snyder probably couldn't make 86 kilograms ever. So, no, he won't be the biggest, but you can't say, is he bigger than Kyle Snyder? No, of course no. not. I know. He just doesn't look like a, a, a bigger 86. He doesn't look like a bigger 86. When me. he wrestled Otakadze and smashed him, teched him, 10 0, it's like, well, it doesn't really matter if he's bigger or not. Yeah. He, and he looks. He was not much smaller than Otakazi, who's a but you know, like size guy. you know, like guys that are like really good. Guys are like really good, and they're always really good. And like they, th- a lot of times, those guys think they're bigger than they are because, like, I'm not cutting. I'm not gonna cut three extra kilos. Like, who does that though? At this level, Logan Stever. He's going down to sixty-one. Well, good. Well, so, a lot of good so guys, your one example is not well, true. A lot of good guys, they think it's not a big deal. Well, he didn't want to. He wanted to make an Olympic team. He can't make. I'm not, ta- I'm not saying specifically Logan. Well, I don't. I, I my point is, I don't think that happens. Good all that guys much. are more apt to say, yeah, "I can just go up." I think you see it in like high school and college. But yeah, I think it, right. Yeah, you but ask I'm a kid uh, how many times. I don't know how many times. A million times. I've asked a kid. So what weight do you see yourself in college? I don't really want to cut much. I think I'm going to be a 49. Well, you weigh 132 right now. <laughs> so, and then I talk to the college coach, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, he's career he 25. A, he got a rear, he got a, he got a uh, big awakening coming up because he's going to wrestle 118. <laughs> We're bringing it back. <laughs> you're right. So I, I, I hear that all the time. And, um, but yeah. Well, we're, we're doing great with transitions because let's go right into an answered Willie prayer. Yes. And yes. sometimes the Lord, he makes you wait. Sometimes the answer is yes, no, or wait. And he made you wait, but Logan Steber, officially, and this was kind of known, but officially going 61 Thank for you, non-Olympic weights. And um, you had to wait, but I think this was the amount of time we should have had to wait because I think he should have gone 65 right. I do too. to make an Olympic squad now. It's 61 times. Time to go get that world title. Of course, he's got to make the team first. Steber is so salty. That dude is a bad dude. He's he's trouble. And at 61, Mm-mm. he's going to be problems. He's going to be big problems. For anybody. I mean, he's beaten or he's beaten and or 
wrestled with. Gone with and or scored a boatload of points on elite, elite guys in the world at 65. He can score on just about anyone. But he... Suck him down 8.8 more pounds, 61. He's going to be problems. Yes. Yes. I think so, too. I think... But one thing he said is he's got to beat guys domestically. But who can challenge him at 61? Um, I don't think... I mean, there's a lot of talent. Can they, Sean? And I don't think so. And no, I would say no to that question. But I think that's the only... I mean, I don't... I don't think Ramos can. Brewer? Brewer's interesting. Steber, uh, man. I feel like, he, I don't know. He, he'll win. He could win or lose any match 15 to 13. His, his not any. Get, his not matches any. get out of control. They do, but not not so much domestically. I don't think that really happens. He doesn't really end up in a lot of shootouts domestically, I don't think. He lost 4-4 to Molinero. Lost a tight one to Zane, which may have been criteria, I can't recall. I mean, I wouldn't pick anybody to beat him for the spot. I don't think you can. The only guy that I think would have been interesting, but I don't think he's wrestling, is if Kendrick Maple cut down to 61 again. How do you like What about Brewer? I said Brewer. Yeah, I don't he beat him in like 2009. That match was amazing. Yeah. That match was awesome. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to make of one match with Tony Ramos, but if Brewer is, you know, seriously, all all freestyle all the time, mm-hmm. what progression might we see out of him? And this is all going down at New York ACs, right? Yes, yes. Bill Farrell. Now, now the name Bill Farrell International. Are at- you a. Uh, are, do you know, is Logan wrestling any international tournaments before that at 61? No. Be, I mean, that's in two weeks. Or not two weeks. It's in a month. No, he's not. I'm sure he's not. Gotcha. I hey, don't know that to be last, true, but I'm just saying it. We didn't mention last show. Alan Waters placed over there. We talked about Derringer getting hosed. Um, I was talking with someone. Who else? was Gwiz was over there, no? Yeah, he got second. And Waters took third. Mm-hmm. I didn't even look at results, man. I'm slacking. Who did they? Was it was it names? Do we know? I don't know. Do we know? Okay. But yeah, well, I was talking with someone about Waters, like that he might be the guy this year at 57. Someone that knows a lot of wrestling thinks he could be the dude. I wouldn't go that far, but it's darn tough. He's he is. You want to talk it's about salty? Tough. And you know, coming up through. With you know cadets, and, I mean he was a staple in Fargo finals in all styles. Oh really? Yeah, a, you know top four guy all the time. He was legit. He was too legit to quit. Legitly, um, Mako Mania baby. Love it. You watched it? Yeah. It was I, awesome. don't, I don't watch all the. I, boxes, I was gonna say Willie. Willie's like, I don't. Willie, have you watched Terry yet? Yes, I watched Terry. I watched Terry a couple times. Right. But sometimes it takes me a couple of weeks to to you know. Or sometimes I never. I'll just not won't watch something. Jeez. Um, but like I just watched Jaden's second episode a couple days ago, maybe. Hmm. Um, you know what I mean. But the the Maka one, I had to get that in right away. Yeah, yeah. He is a he is a interesting figure. Were you ever like in a gym with him or anything? Um, Did I ask this last time? I, I, I might have. 
Yeah, we th- we talked about it a little bit. But I was never around. You were never around. Around, around. I was in college and stuff. I should not be an old man that asks the same questions, especially on a show. <laughs> um, That's my biggest pet he, peeve. He definitely had the reputation, like this larger-than-life reputation, even as a high schooler. What about him, you know, losing siblings and his I, I, we knew about his dad going away, but well, I that didn't was the thing too. The funny, the funny. There's a lot of f- funny lines in there. This is not a funny line. Uh, there's a lot of funny lines in Mako, where he says, "You know, there was a lot of rumors about me. Like, I, I heard one. Uh, he only eats raw meat." Yeah. Um. And but but there was these like kind of murmurs among the crowd, among the fans, like. You know his dad's in the mafia. Yeah. You know he's a he, he's like. Well, that is kind of what he went away for. Yeah. Ca- it, that kind of organized crime stuff. But put it put it all together, right? It's like, he doesn't really socialize. He always has a mean face, and he's like, so, he was, he was like this caged animal, that his father was. A mafioso, right? Lord, you know? you know how those you know how those stories get out of control in high school gyms, right? Like, so, and it's, this is before the internet, too, or not before the internet, but it wasn't like you didn't just Google everything you you wanted to know. Like, yeah, stuff could run wild like that. So it's like before you know, it, it's like yeah, his dad like he like has dudes get beat up if they lose, you know, just like yeah. who knows, who knows what right, this huge gambling ring has people axed, like, yeah, yeah, you know just I mean? like complete made made stuff up, right. He was, they actually made a movie about him. It's called Goodfellas. <laughs> that was him. That was him. De Niro. <laughs> so, yeah, but that was the kind of things you would you would hear, you know, these, this aura yeah. about him when you, back then when he was competing in high school. I liked listening to him talk about the, the Iowa-Oklahoma State thing. Like, like he really, I think deep down, it, wa- it wasn't like this big, I'm going to shake up the world. I'm going to transfer to it was like to him. It seemed like, yeah. I just knew after my second year, I just wasn't. Go- I was gonna go train somewhere else. Like it was just like a different place to go practice and, and compete for, and like it wasn't. Or at least the way he explained that it. was. Was that in the doc? I don't know if it was in, that in this, like one of those supplemental pieces we put out. I think it was in one of the supplemental pieces. Like I, you know, I knew it'd be a big deal, but like not. Like you know, like he, he wants to go and talk to Zaleski. And he's like, yeah, it wasn't going to be any hey coach. Uh, I felt like I was in the principal's office. Talks about that. And then – so, yeah, it's it's interesting. That that was one thing I was like – Yeah, it's it's weird sometimes um, how wrestlers are like – they live a wrestling life. That's all they do is wrestle. But they're still a little naive about perception. Like I remember Mike Evans, right? Sure. Mike Evans, right? I mean, he wrestled his whole life. Everything was wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And but like, he he stayed in his own world, so to speak, of whatever next, whatever was in front of him, right? He he didn't really think about college, just didn't think about it. And like, he wasn't. He I don't think Mike Evans knew who Dan Gable was. Was a thing. Do you remember when that came out? Huh. Like, I don't get Dan Gable. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you remember the the the. I remember the article about Ed Ruth. I think you might be thinking of it. Maybe you're not. I don't uh, know. I could see that. that too. So Ed was like, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to stay. I didn't really know anything about Kale or what he was like. But then mm-hmm. I wrestled with him, and he was pretty good. So I decided to stay. It's like, he was pretty good. He's like the best guy ever at your weight class. 
Yeah, I, there's like he he like legit was like I don't know I don't know anything about him. People might not people not might not think about these things the way the kids think about them. Kids go out and they wrestle and they have fun and yeah, there's some guys, there's some high schoolers that are really savvy and into it and look at rankings and follow all the college. There's a good population of there's a good population of good talent that goes to practice, gets in a van, they're not fans. Goes to their tournament, doesn't follow college wrestling, doesn't know who the college coaches are doesn't know the history of the sport because they're kids and they're just having fun and they're just they go to practice they go to matches yeah and um it's it just it's another reminder when when mako goes i didn't you know i just i'm just gonna transfer oh you're just gonna transfer from iowa to oklahoma state <laughs> you're a and national you don't, champion you don't think it's gonna be that uh, that's not gonna be that big a story steve <laughs> i didn't think, I didn't think it was it. i was just yeah i was gonna go to oklahoma state i, I didn't think it was gonna be a big deal yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Um, but you know, I what he didn't say. Maybe he gets into it in the second, second part. But I heard the uh, Daniel. He trained with Daniel a little bit in the summertime. Cormier. Cormier. And then that kind of, he's like, ah, oh, I could go there and train. I don't know if that's gonna be in the second. Yeah, part you know, he transferred to Blair in high school. Maybe he's like, you know, you you find, you go to the better place. You go wherever you think think is best for you. Kind of deal. So that's Mako. Highly encourage you to check that out. It's on the site. Um, yeah, watch it. Let us know. There's a lot of free material around it if you don't have <clears throat> Flow Pro, excuse me. Um, that may may satisfy your, your Mako. Have needs. you tried it yet on uh, Apple TV, the, the apps? Have you tried I, I have the. Uh, so we're on Roku and Apple TV now. I have an Apple TV, but it is not the version 4. So, it's the IBM version. I have <laughs> quiet. It's not that old, but it's not version four or the Apple TV four. But I do have Roku, and uh, I was able to pull that up. No problems. No problems at what all. What version Roku you have? Do you know? It's old. Yeah. Yes, we've had that thing way back. Like I don't even know exactly what they do. What right. does Roku and Apple TV do? Wow. Don't you, you left with them? Yeah, I don't even know how I got them. The, there was an Apple TV, the newest version, and the Roku 3, whatever they are. So you just assume they, they were for you? They've been on my desk for a month. I just left them there. I don't know. Don't you think there might be for, like, the office? Well, not after they box all my stuff up and it's in my box and the box is sitting there for two weeks. Hey, by the way, thanks for shipping us to a place down the road without internet. That was a nice gesture. <laughs> hey, we're supposed to have Google Fiber over here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stop changing the subject. You sent me somewhere with no... no oh, internet. wait a second. Because last week you were on the air uh, bragging about how awesome it was. I wasn't bragging that much, was I? Was yeah, I bragging? You got a bar, you got a coffee bar. You got I, no, I wasn't that jazzed up, but you have to pay for that stuff. Oh, I forgot. Voucher life over here. <laughs> Pure voucher life. How many tacos did you have yesterday, Christian? I 17. Own- you don't even <laughs> not, you're not even supposed to work at this office, <laughs> and you come here for free tacos. It's, it's, At 8 a.m. Well, first of all, one, they're for everyone that works at Flow Sports, okay? And I can't help it that they're not considered enough to send some tacos, some delicious bean and egg tacos to where I work and where the other Flow Wrestling personnel work. And, yeah, they get hungry too, Willie. So we made a little group trip. We came over here. 
for a little internet and a little breakfast taco. And I'm not going to apologize for that. Last Wednesday, you and had, I ate two. I ate last two. Wednesday, you had two bagels simply because they're free. You have no appetite to eat two bagels. That is not true. You're, you're that cute. You're just saying that. You're literally just saying that. Nobody eats two bagels. Plenty of people eat. Guys, rule on. Can you? <sighs> Don't go there. That is so mean. Why are you mean? I mean, big men. Willie, you're pretty big too. I don't eat two bagels. Your eating schedule is all messed up. That's that's part of your problem. If you ate breakfast more often, you'd be feeling a lot better. Enough. Uh, Enough. All right, where were we going with this? We weren't going anywhere. Oh, I no. I, we're talking about the app. Oh. So you pulled it up. So I got the I got Roku and oh Apple, gosh, and we, I don't know. Uh, I haven't even hooked them up yet. They're in the trunk of my car. Um. But what can you do? You can just watch. Can you can watch live? Yes, you can watch live. You can watch. Um, have you watched a live event on it yet? No, I was. No, I'm not. I was at Super Thirty Two. Gotcha. All right. Are you Are you done, Roku? Minnesota story. Uh, so a couple days ago, put it out there. The four Minnesota wrestlers that got suspended. Um. What? Go ahead. I'm just laughing to myself because, like, they didn't like announce that, right? They didn't like reach out for that information. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, that's their that's their prerogative, right? Like, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want it. they they didn't want. Why would it out they there not for, though? Why would they not want it out there that they had multiple guys suspended? What do you mean? You have this huge story. The whole world is wondering, what are you going to do? What are you going? Okay, we know what you're doing about the coaches. What are you going to do about the kids? Right? They're like, nah, we'll just, nah, we'll just keep. It they want. They just are t- tired of a story of any kind. I would imagine. Don't you think that? They're, they're probably hoping no one would press and ask about it, like who, who it was. They probably thought hey, they'll just figure it out, and there'll never be a story. We won't. And you know, so far it's just been. Well, what you what I uh, know? Wouldn't you, you want to get out in front of it and be be like, okay, we're taking measures. We're gonna take measures with J. Rob. We're gonna take measures with the athletes. This is what we're doing with the coaches. This is what we're doing with the athletes. And 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 get out in front of it instead of cowering. I don't like that. I don't know. I don't know. But I I think uh, I think this is probably just they want a couple weeks without any press at all. They probably just want the story to die as best it can. And uh, I think this this should be probably the last little installment of the story, right? Like, yeah, and this I, should be like the final chapter unless Jay files suit, which is actually anticipated. But, um, you know, I think this is kind of the, the I, end And of I the think drama. it's good for the kids too. Because yeah. the kids, okay, so on one hand, on one hand, you know, we run the story and it's like, uh, you know, are we? Are you hurting the kids? Are they embarrassed by it? The kids, I'm pretty sure, are relieved, right? It's like, it's out there. It's over with. Let's move on. It's gonna come out sometime. It's like tear the bandaid off fast. Not right. that that's why we ran there's gonna, it. There's but. gonna become. A, you knew that there was gonna become a time in November and early December where it's like. Wow. Why is Stephen Polakowski starting at 125? Where is Ethan Lezak? Yeah. Right. Where's Tommy Thorne? Oh, I see what's happening here. Yeah. No, now we know. Now we move on. Now these guys move on. I, I don't know. Uh, I just feel like it's better. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. You know, and I've communicated with other people. I think they, they kind of feel similarly. And I think there's understanding on, on that end. And, and the idea, you know, someone was like, why, why are you ruining these kids' reputation? I'm like, oh, that was me? Mm-hmm. I was like, I, oh, I violated Minnesota's team rules. I was involved with the things they're alleged to be involved with. That was me. I did that? No, I didn't do that. So it, this is called the real world. This is called we're a big boy sport or we tell ourselves we want to be. Deep down, some of us aren't ready to go there yet. They want to keep us nice and tiny and everyone's patting everyone on the back 24-7 and we're never touching anything that's uncomfortable. But this happened. It is a major story. These are three blue, blue, blue chip recruits, high caliber wrestlers that are going to be suspended half a year for things that ultimately got a legend fired. And you're saying, no, don't do anything with it. It, it, You're tripping. You're you're out of your mind. You're you're clueless, and you don't know what you're talking about. And this is a very it's a big story. It's a it's it's, a it's a necessary story. It's a prominent program with kids that are prominent names, and it's news. They're going to be out of the lineup. Yeah, I I didn't do that. I whatever they did. I'm over the. I gotta say, like I'm over the critics. Like that. How many people were saying that? Like was there a no? Just isolated. But I like to go with the idiots. And then they know they're idiots. I'm you know, over. The, I, I'm over. That's why, I, like, when people chirp. Like, I don't know. I used to be like a little pit bull and go after every some. Tell them to shut up and like you're you're crazy and argue about the stuff. But like, you can't you can't argue with every idiot in the world. Right, because they're still gonna be an idiot when you argue with them, and they won't understand. Not to be, not to be that way. So, and and the people that don't want this story. Out there are probably the same people that, that that didn't want to run and didn't run a story about the Olympics right. cheating. Well, I don't know. You know, I think I think this is what some hacks will tell themselves that they're they're doing a good job by the sport by not reporting on it because maybe it'll make the sport look. That's bad. why. That's actually why like WikiLeaks is good. Yeah. Right? That's why. That's why when like um, people complained. Uh, I don't know. There was some situation where um, I think they were looking for a terrorist and information on a terrorist, and they and the FBI or CIA wanted uh, I don't know Apple to release the iPhone information, and people were like, "Well, this is you know invasion of privacy." Look, in the grand scheme of things, you look at my information. I got nothing to hide. Right. I got nothing. To hide. You say it's an invasion of privacy. I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna tell your girlfriend you cheated on her. They're, they're looking for terrorist information. Not, they're not looking to see if you um, yeah. send pics to another woman or something, right? They're like, they don't care about. Like, who cares about that? It's the same thing with the transparency of of everything. You can't just um, like the Olympics, right? I, I'm sure there's people out there that were like, journalists included, like, we shouldn't run this story because it makes our sport look bad. No, you should run that story so that things improve, so that things cannot be um, always brushed under the rug and covered up because it'll just um, perpetuate yeah. terrible behavior. Yeah, so go ahead and tell yourself you did the right thing by the sport by ignoring it, but that, that's a cop-out for you to be lazy and to you, for you to be weak. And ultimately what our sport needs is – People that push it and people that, that there's accountability. 
okay? And we, we certainly can't be the only ones, and we can't hold them accountable, but all we can do is, is report, and that's what we did with Minnesota. That's what we did with United World Wrestling, and um, I don't know. I, I, I have no issues with, with doing that, with doing those things, nor should anyone else. So here's another thing. Um, how does it affect – how does it really affect Minnesota? The team, their, their I, season, their expectations. The only way I think it affects it is if it's on the it's things that are on the periphery. Like, is this a major distraction? I don't think it's a big deal. In January, they're all back. They're back for Big Ten duels. They're back for Southern Scuffle Big Tens. Ethan Lezak will be their twenty-five, and Thorne will be their forty-one. And I think Larry's going to have a fight for the fifty-seven spot, but it'll probably ultimately be his over Jake Short, and then. Uh, you know, Brandon Crone's not really, you know, maybe he maybe he finds his way in the lineup, maybe he doesn't. Larry's well, on 57. That's what I'm told. Um, I don't know. You know how you know how a pitcher gets like suspended for five days. Yeah, one it's start. Like one start, right? So yeah. it's like one start. Um, you know, they miss Dactronics. They miss a couple duels. They missed the journey. No, here's a question. I assume I know the answer to this, but I'll put it to you. Can they wrestle on opens? See, I think... Can they wrestle unattached? I I would guess they could, but I don't think they will. I just don't think we'll see them do that. They're probably, they're probably like, you're not wrestling. From, don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think it would probably jeopardize their standing a little bit if they went out. Because I think the optics are bad, too. The like, opti- I can see the, the way people criticizing that. Like, oh, like, they're suspended. Oh, they're suspended, but they're not really suspended. But they're at Midlands. Mm-hmm. It's like... And that would be a way for like minute. Even it would actually benefit Minnesota to do that. So it looks like they're really just having their cake and eating it too. And just then you're just not having them for duels. And then it's it's pretty bad. So yeah, I I don't think there's anything stopping those guys from registering for Midlands and wrestling. But I think they're probably told, don't wrestle. But I could be wrong. I mean, that's something we should investigate. Yeah, it's one thing like. It's one thing if like they cannot participate. For the University of Minnesota, but they can wrestle unattached at the Luther Open. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it it brings to mind too, like of course, the, it punishes the kids, right? They 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 can't be part of the team. They can't wrestle, and you know they can't help their team win. They can't maybe win a title at a at a certain event. Um. But really, like. I think it. I think it highlights once again that you're gonna hate this. The beginning of the season don't mean much. Well, I don't know why. I don't know why you say that. Why do you say that? Why doesn't it mean much? I don't know. I mean, uh, by by that there basically nothing means much, right? Well, I mean, if until you're gonna right, you're gonna determine if you're redshirting somebody or not. You don't do it till midlands or the scuffle. You're going to determine if somebody's coming back for injury or not. You don't do it till around Jan one. Um, there's just no, there's just, there's too much risk. Um, but that doesn't mean the beginning of season. Um, the scuffle doesn't mean more than anything before it, other than there's better guys there and the Big Ten duels. You wrestle better guys, but the beginning of season, middle of season, end of season, it all kind of counts the same for. NCAA seeding, I think there is a little factor of your last 10 matches, which is basically conferences and a few duels, but ultimately, when you have 33 people that make the tournament, 
None of it really matters yeah. that much because it does matter. Well, you just have to be top thirty-three. It does matter for seeding purposes. Yeah, that's so. That's that's what I'm saying. What was it last year with Kyle? What did Kyle ultimately end up? Uh, they gave him a two seed, yeah. but I think they kind of finagled the criteria just because it's like, listen, listen, it's guys, Kyle can we not be idiots here? Yeah. Can we get him opposite Nick Wazdowski? Just do that. And, and that was that was the right call, and I think probably that's one, of, that's one of my funnest times. Look, I think I think we call people out like the right way, uh, but other times we just like to call people out. Like we really like to dig into the seeds when the brackets oh are released. Gosh. We're like, hey, let's try to. It's my favorite. Trying to poke holes in these seeds. Oh. But it, it is. I mean, I it's remember the time the brackets came out this year. I was here at like 2 in the morning writing an article on how it affected the seeds, how it affected the, the team race. It's like when those brackets get released, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like a party. It is. It's awesome. I love that day. Um, I don't know how he ended up there. But, oh, yeah, the suspensions to the thing. To the, what does it matter? Okay. Um, story or not? Nah? Oh, uh, no. Nah, okay. Nah, no story there. No stories. Um, here's a story. Talking with a couple people. This is kind of known, right? No, nah, it might be known or it might be um, rumored or assumed, but it never gets old. And, and there's a little bit more confirmation, so run it. Run so a so, um, couple people close to Russia, people that would know. Sajulayev and how we kind of always figured he was a little older than he was, but sounds like he's at least three years older than advertised. So he was 20. He's born in 1993. So he was like 20 when he won cadets. So now he's like 23. Think so about that, guys. He was 20 when, when he won cadets. So Sajulayev went cadets, cadets, skip juniors, and everybody's like, wow. Wow. He skipped he juniors. Skipped juniors went right to seniors. What a man. Well, he wasn't, well, he wasn't even junior eligible when he won cadets. He wasn't even junior eligible. Yes, he was. He can be 20. Uh, oh, yeah. He was three years too old to wrestle the last time he won cadets. So, so. you know, figure that out. But what is more interesting about that than anything, and the story I heard was like the coach that like – put his wrong age down and was like, I didn't know he was going to be this good. Like, he yeah. had no idea when they were cheating. It's like, I didn't think. So the story goes, and, and many people will tell you this, is that. I mean, if you watch Cadet Worlds, sorry to interrupt you. If you watch Cadet Worlds, you know that the age thing is a complete sham. And oh, there's yeah. there's nothing even close to what would resemble um, making these countries follow the rules. These kids, it's these a joke. kids I'm telling you, these kids are too old for the division. And, and it's not because they look too old. It's. It's because they're too old, guys. They're too old. There's no checks there. Right? No, none. So, but the interesting thing is, you know, I said, why do they even do it? Why do they even, why do they even? What's to, the, what's to win the, cadets? What's the value of, you know, you're 20 years old and you wrestle in cadets and you win it and like. Congrats, bro. You feel proud of that? And they're like, well, they look at it as a progression thing. You can't move up to the, you know, almost like the minor leagues. You can't move up to the next level within reason. Right. You can't move up to the next level until you accomplish X, Y, and Z. And and um, so they asked the coach, like, 
said to Lionel's coach, like, why would you still put him in cadet? Why don't you put him in juniors? And the coach said, oh, I didn't know he was going to be that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, whoops, sorry, as I slam into the table there. So he's old. But what makes it interesting is that because it's really scary to see an 18-year-old tear through a senior-level bracket. But 23-year-olds are kind of so – that's when you're really supposed to be doing these things. When you're 20, that's when – you know, you're entering your prime. So it really, it kind of slides his prime up a little more. Yeah, and now, now in like three or four years, he's going to start, maybe he'll decline a little bit. Now, th- right, there's one conversation about like. Cheating. Okay, maybe, you know, these guys cheat at the age level events and they're not, they're too old. They shouldn't be there. And Duh. We're going to argue about that and complain about that. But then there's a other, the other part of this, the other prong of this is how does it affect his legacy? Like, because we look at Sedgelayev like, oh, my God, Phenom, Skip Juniors, won a world title. Well, he's older than Kyle Snyder. Right, right, right. So um, let's not talk about young Phenom. I mean, he, the dude's amazing. The dude's amazing. But, right? Yeah, he's incredible. I mean, he's pound for pound, I'll say it. He's the best wrestler in the world. I'll say it. I don't know about that. Yes, you do. Come yeah, on. I do. I do. You know he is. I, and I, believe me, I'm like the last one. He wasn't the best pound for pound until Jordan lost, though. I'll say that. No, he is. Yeah, but you're talking about res. You're talking about resume and no, ledger. No, I'm talking about he smashes everybody and he doesn't have close matches ever. And he hasn't lost in years. That's what I'm talking about. No, yeah, I know. But I'm talking about skill for know. skill. He can't score on him. You can't ugh, you can't score on him, and he scores like eight to ten points every match. That's that's amazing. Okay, <laughs> Willie's stuck. Fine. <laughs> All right. All right. So, dang, we waited forty five minutes to get into this D one business. Business. We already did thirty one three. Thirty three. Yeah. So forty one forty nine came so you out. You got. You got Joey McKenna winning the whole. Winning the whole show. I, you don't know what personal torment that was. Like, just picking and... So, the, the way I rationalize it to myself is... One, I'm, I'm being way too pro-Oklahoma State. It's not all going to go great. Because we have the contract. <laughs> it's actually not why. Uh, <laughs> but no, but, I, you know, I got... Man, I got Brock and Piccinini both placed in top six. I'm like... It's not this invariably things will go bad. So there's that, which it's kind of stupid to say that the thing will go bad would be Dean Heil and not like Cade Brock. So that's stupid. But anyways, so I'm like that, number one. Number two, Joey McKenna, freshman to sophomore, you see big jumps. Who did we see that with last year? Dean Heil. Dean Heil. So if you, if you, put, if you put it in that perspective um, and you assume that – Heil's probably, and I think probably definitely not going to get much better, right? Like, he could, as good as he was last year, that's good enough to win it this year. Well, you say that, but they're the same year, right? No. Remember, Ken, McKenna is not a real sophomore. I, so, yeah. Well, he's a – right, he took a year off. No. He did have a year. But that was like a redshirt That year. was like a um, – Freestyle year, yeah, but he never redshirted, so he's a redshirt. So 
He's a redshirt sophomore, and Dean's a redshirt junior. He's he is a year older than him. Right, a year older, but it's they're also a year separate academically too. Right. Okay, but he did have a year since high school. I'm just clarifying. Yeah, but the 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 comparison is Heil and McKenna the, at the exact same ages. They made. I'm saying. I'm predicting the jump. Well, I don't, from yeah, sophomore to junior I get year. It. I get it. I don't even think you have to go that far, uh, though, Christian. I think. I think McKenna and Heil are incredibly even. I would say, and I think that if they wrestled ten times, it could go either way. Dean Heil might disagree with me because he beat him twice. Right. Um, so. Yeah, he beat him at the scuffle and he beat him in the duel. Mm-hmm. Um, Both so, overtime, but you got to take the guy down, and, it's, and there's just not a lot of guys that can do it. Um, but I, I just see, I just predict a little bit of progression for sure with McKenna, and I don't know why. I just maybe Heil comes back down to earth a little bit. Not down to earth, because that makes it sound like he was wrestling out of his mind. He was just really good. What did he have? One loss last year. He lost to Joey Ward. Right. That was it. Just Joey Ward. That's his kryptonite. Uh, I, I hated my title contenders list, too, by the way. I don't know if you're looking at it. I, I had six daggone guys on there. I, I don't really believe that, but like, kind of to have... So let's tell them, people. The title contenders that Christian had listed, and when he gets down to title contenders, he really means title contenders. Can win a title, right? Yeah. Like this I'm isn't s- like a list. Like He's not coming up with a list to keep everybody happy. He's coming up with a list of people that he really thinks could win the title. Right. Um, and he lists six, which is like... Um, Insane. That's like almost all the All-Americans. So, but but there's a reason for that. Yeah. So it was Dean Heil, McKenna, Ashnault, Bryce Meredith, Kevin Jack, Joey Ward. You can't have Joey McKenna on there and not Bryce Meredith when he just beat him. And I know you can say Bryce Meredith was X, Y, and Z all year long, but we see... You know who was that all year long? A, a year ago was Dean Heil. He was that very inconsistent guy, turned it on at NCAAs, and then they were j- just a different guy moving forward. Right. And I think we could see you that know with who Meredith. Else was, was Zeke Moisey. Zeke Moisey, yeah. like, he had a gang of losses. Then he goes out and beats Nation and whoever else. And um, It's solidifying when you have that success. And then I can't not have the one guy that's beaten Dean Heil – Joey Ward not on there, especially when Joey Ward was kind of sneaky consistent last year. And then Kevin Jack's wins are are silly. They're silly. He's got the best wins, maybe maybe slightly better than Hiles. He's beaten Dean Hile, Devin Carter, Joey Ward, Chris McCotty, Anthony Ashnall, Matt Manley, Solomon Chisco, Tommy Thorne, Seth Gross. He's beaten all those guys. Yeah. So it's like he's not just this – he had one hot tournament guy. Mm-hmm. He solidified from bad all year, great NCAs, solidified moving forward. So he had a bad NCAs last year, but you can't not have him on there. So that's my list. Pardon me, wanted it just be Kyle McKenna, but you can't do that. I don't think you can do that. I don't think McKenna has earned that level of respect yet. So that was my list. Um, it, this is a weird way. I, is, I wouldn't even be surprised. Surprised to see a Kolodzik in the finals. Right. I, w- I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I flirted with having him in there. If, if Kolodzik's in the finals, I'm not like, go ahead. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? He's awesome. He's yeah. been awesome for 10 years now. 
Um, yeah, I think Kalajic's a guy. I really like Keyshawn Hayes a lot, too. I think he's super talented. There's not— So that's a good eight. So this was CP's oh, yeah. uh, prediction in order— It's a great 12. McKenna Heil, Ashnall, lights were on, Joey Ward, Bryce Meredith, Matt Kalajic, Kevin Jack, Keyshawn Hayes with round of 12ers, Decam for the fourth time. No, fourth Stop. time. How many times has Decam— Been around 12? Yeah. No, not four, not three. I'm pretty sure Decam has the most current wins that's never had at the NCAA tournament. Anyway, round of 12, Decam, Manley, Thorne, Cruz. And there's good guys not on that list. Mm-hmm. You know, which people, the I think people were interested that I didn't have Gulaban on there. That's funny. I feel like my name and Jimmy Gulaban's are just connected for all of eternity just because I ranked him number one. Which was still right. You ranked him number one, and then you picked him not to make the round of 12. <laughs> not in the same year, is though. That, is that like uh, – <laughs> Not in the same year. Are you hedging there? Hey. You're like, hey, remember all you guys say I love Jimmy Goldman? I don't love him right now. No, I just – I watched him at 141 for a year, and he's he's not that dude. He's solid. He's good there, but he's not where he needs to be. Now, my question is, would Jimmy ever consider – or would he have the option to go down to 33? Should he consider it? I, I don't think so. Uh, you know, that probably sounds weird coming from me because when he moved up to 41, I said he should never do it. Yeah. Um, but I think with another year under his belt, I, I don't. I think Penn State coaches him up as good as anybody, and I think that he'll be prepared at 41, and I, uh, I think he'll be fine. Does he break? Does he? Does he? AA? I don't. I don't know, but he'll he'll beat he'll beat guys on this list. He's on this tier for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, he even at forty one, he's on this tier. He can beat the Cruises. He could, I mean, he could beat the Keyshawn Hayes. He could. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he beat any of them. To be honest with you, he's beaten Dean Heil, right? Mm, no, he got pinned by him in Iron Man. But it that was high school. What are we talking about? Talk about high school. It's D one wrestling, baby. So that's one forty one. All right, and there's a lot of. I I really. I'm a huge, huge fan huge. of this weight. My predictions Wrong. are going to be a complete disaster. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Did you watch the debate last night? Duh. It's like – I just I, said that we, over and over again with the, with the lips. And we got the camera on. Wrong. 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 He says that. He says that about everything. I love how he's like – Hillary's like – You'd be a puppet. He's like, you're the puppet. Yeah. So like, he's like nine. Yeah. I'm not getting political. It's just funny. He's like, you'd be the puppet. You are. Wrong. Wrong. 149. 49. Um, I don't think I'm making any waves here. I put one person on the title contender. Title contender is Zane Rutherford. <laughs> That's not disrespectful, right? No, it's not disrespectful. I mean,. It's not finalist contender, right? Yeah. There should be like a separate tier. There. There's a, there's a finalist in every you know. There's always two. There, there, this one you might uh, you might have been best served to put title contenders in Rutherford finalist contender. Like, oh yeah. Like uh, I should have done that. There's a because I would have had. You want to know who my finalist contenders would have been? Yes. I'll tell you right now. You won't. Brandon Sorensen for sure. Levon Mays, Micah Jordan. I would. I might even throw. Old Tony Colica on there. T- you going Tony? I'm going Tony just this once, just this once. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Colica on there. I would put. I actually would put Pantaleo. I wouldn't. 
He, the only person that he loses to is Zane. Well, it's not true. That's not true. <laughs> He's lost to other people. He got six. He got six last year. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't think it, you don't think he could beat uh, Sorensen or Mays or Micah? Oh uh, yeah, he could beat one of those guys. I don't think he could beat Sorensen. But no, not really. So I don't know. I I, he, I would go like this. Title contender, Rutherford, finalist contender, Sorensen. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. I actually said that. Now that you mentioned that, I said that in the preview. I was like, really, there's like two t- There's like three tiers. There's Zane. There's Zane. And then there, Brandon is on an island, I believe. Rebus then, Island, I think. He's on Rebus Island. And then, I hope I put that in there because then I'll found, we'll sound like we're in real synergy right now. Or maybe you just read my preview and I put that in your brain. No, I mean, I think it's, cl- I think that's clear. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. I said there's a Zane tier, a Sorensen tier, and then the Micah Jordan Mays Kalika tier. Um, oh, look at that! It's right well, in there. It's really just weird, right? Because Sorensen did Sor- Sorensen didn't lose to anybody other that wasn't named Zane. Rutherford. Right. You you confused him and Pantelli about 20 seconds ago, I think. Yeah. So no, I didn't. I know. But Pantelio would. Ball kids up. Patelli was good, but then absolutely had no chance against Zane. Right. I mean, he got pinned three times at NCAA's. So. So. Um. And only one of those pins was from Zane. They only wrestled once at NCAA's. So yeah, Zane, then Sorensen, then everybody else. What do you think about Micah? I have no idea. Oh. I, I think love he it. could. I think. He's gonna do awesome. I think it. I, you know. As much as you guys make fun of me, and as much as my track record is, I like him lighter, 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 always cut, lighter, lighter, lighter. Micah can be better up. Micah was too big for 41. He was way too big. He was enormous. And he kind of should have placed last year. I mean, he he took bottom against Randy Cruz. Yeah, not ideal. I thought that. The but Jordans he, mess me up with their with their bottom choosing stuff. Like, they're all like, we're just, we just go neutral all the time. what you call it, but... I th- I feel like we talked about this on radio before, but I'm pretty sure he took neutral against the guy he shouldn't take neutral against, and took bottom against the guy he shouldn't take bottom against at the NCAA tournament. Yeah, so he was took bottom Meredith? against Cruz. Who did he lose to topside? Was it Me- was it Meredith? You keep talking. Stall him. Stall him. They won't know. I'm looking it up right now. It was Meredith. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it was Meredith, but I don't. I don't, I don't that. think that it was. I don't think it was Meredith. No, because Meredith beat McKenna. There's a bunch of good. There's a, a lot of really good top wrestlers in this weight. I feel like he he took neutral and didn't get it. It was Meredith. It was Meredith. Meredith five two. He lost to him, so he went neutral against. He him. He went neutral against him. I promise Me, you. And and Cruz is far. Cruz is gonna beat you on the mat. Or if, with if, a if that's where you get, you don't take bottom against. And he had already taken Randy. I think down. he had an opening takedown. He did. Took him like a half hour to finish it. Cause but anyway, the um, the larger point is, we all wondered how Micah would handle the cut. He comes out guns blazing, and then to me, I don't know if if this is the same perception everybody had, but to me, it seemed like he hit a wall. Uh, and and no disrespect to his opponents, but I, was it the Matt Manley match? Well, that was that was pretty early in the year. That was not. Uh, that was a duel, right? First, that was a first semester. You know, our weigh-ins are always gonna be tough for Micah. 
coming off 41. He didn't look great there, but he lost that match in like the last couple seconds. That was a dumb match. He should have won that. Well, maybe, so it wasn't, ta- maybe it wasn't that match then. But there was, it was He lost to Goulibon at Big match, Tens. it looked like he just... No, I'm not talking about that late. Uh, he didn't lose that many matches is the thing. He was Maybe he didn't even lose. I'm just saying, I'm just saying he didn't look himself. Yeah. No, towards the end, there, it was a different Micah Jordan. I think that goes away this year. I think I think he does start to finish really good. Buzz saw a lot of takedowns. I bet you Micah, when things work out, oh, maybe not. I was going to say, I bet you Micah could be a 57 one day. That's where he redshirted at. People forget that. He was a 57 his whole true freshman year. Then Steber happened. Hunter got hurt. and They're like, uh-oh, we might need to use him. Cut him down to 49. So he cut down then. And then they're like, hey, can you go down one more weight? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. And he did it. Bring like one, a champ. Bring 118 back. <laughs> bring 118. Um, okay, so round of 12, guys. Justin Oliver. Was he an AA? He was an yeah, AA last year. Yeah, I, I could be. It could be a big mistake. Pat Lugo. Pagdaleo and Max Thompson. You got Max Thompson in the round of 12. Um, one guy we didn't mention. I don't think we said Theobald's name. Yeah, I like him. He's got nice wins. I like the story. Fifth-year senior. Love Rutgers. Rutgers is getting some depth in there. It's They're doing good. They're yeah. doing, man, it's, it's just funny. Just a couple years ago, you know, you couldn't get people to shut up about they're gonna choke. They're not good. Goodale's this. Goodale's that. Well, it takes time, and it took a little bit, and no one was patient there. And really, the same thing. And it's funny because I followed Virginia Tech closely always because I'm from Virginia. And they said the same things about about Tech then too. When they had a couple years with Garnett and Yates, they didn't place. Can't get over the hump. Can't get over the hump. They'll never get over the hump. Well, you know what? It's kind of a lesson in patience in that. Competitive, smart people will figure it out, and it takes time. And, you know, for sure, Tech's reached a higher level than Rutgers, but both programs have solidified themselves. They know how to get guys on the And their trajectory is up, right? Um, Yes. There was a lot of of talk. Um, They started getting good recruits in, and then, like— You know, Scott Winston. They didn't, didn't, once again, get over the hump— and, you know, message board chatter and, and public perception, like, oh, they can't get over the hump. They're not going to get over the hump. Well, look at their duels. They have good duel wins. Yes. They, they, up and down the lineup, they're competitive as they've ever been. And, I'm talk- and that's true for years, and I'm too. And I'm talking about five years ago. Yes. So they're starting to beat good teams in duels. They're starting to have a really balanced lineup with a great starter at every weight, um, and all you, all anyone ever looks at is March. The podium. And so back five years ago, they were like, "Okay, good, great season," but didn't get it done in March. Now they're starting to get it done in March. Individuals yeah. are, you know, um, and they're getting a lot of good talent in there. And so, and also, you know. They were in a great conference, probably second best conference in the EIW at that time. EIWAs, yeah. and now they're in uh, the first best conference with um, Big Ten. With the Big Ten, so um, I really like what they're doing there. Yeah, I've always had like uh, their staff is great people, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure, no question about it. There's a nice little Rutgers plug there in the show. 
I'm gonna pull up the song. Any anything else we need to get into before we? It's sort of a light skedaddle. week this week. Um, That's what you say. And then next week, uh, Agony and Names, which is particularly matchups that I like a lot. A lot. And then we have like, it's sort of like the kickoff weekend to college. I think we have six events. Oh my god. Live on Flow, um, that weekend, and then it's finally here. I can't wait. I can't wait. Christian is in. Texas. He lives in Texas now, which means I will be crushing him on Whiteboard Wars. Oh, please. That's this could be, be a so devastation. Fun. This could be a devastation. It's be so fun. I got... I might... I might just do two a week so I can smack up you then Bradkey. Because I don't I don't think... That's just not going to whet my appetite. Just one? That's like one chip. Well, it's going to be hard for you because you work at the other studio. The other office. Space. Well, that was your doing, so... That was your mistake. You got exiled. Exile Island. Well, I guess with that, we can bid you. Next Tuesday, we'll be back, though, in full effect. Yes, indeed, we will. Sorry about that. Thank you guys so much for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Make sure to get to scraplife.com right this very instant. Get all the Under Armour wrestling gear you need. We'll be back next Tuesday. Come heck or high water, right? Can you... Con- can you commit to Tuesday, Willie? Wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a complete disaster. Believe me. Thanks again, guys. Have you seen the polls? Have you seen Willie's polls? Have you seen the polls? Have you seen his shoes? I'm great in that demographic. Great in the demos. Later. See you next time. Wrong. <laughs>